Welcome to Live, Behind the Veil, an atmosphere where men and women of God speak His Word to this age and bring His kingdom to this earth. Do you have ears to hear and eyes to see what God is doing in this hour? Let us join our host and the family's conversation as the Holy Spirit is unfolding the Word Behind the Veil. What is really intercession? And God's leading us into the place to be true intercessors. Because an intercessor positions themselves between a person and God and reminds God of that person. He pleads his case. He reminds God. It's a a ministry. We've all had relatives, grandmothers, aunts, uncles who have prayed for us, and we're a result of that prayer. And what they actually did is they they wouldn't let God forget that we were here, and God responds to that. It's a responsibility. It's a it's a relationship that we all have. I can go to God on your behalf if I'm willing to put myself like Christ is. Where's Christ right now? He's at the right hand of the Father, day and night, pleading our case to the Father. It's a relationship that an intercessor has. He's got God's ear. His heart is not coming saying, I need a new Buick, or (laughs) do this for me, or do that for me. There's a righteousness. And what is righteousness? Righteousness is the right order. And the right order is we intercede for one another. We put ourselves in that place shoulder to shoulder with Christ, walking out his ministry as a part of his body in that place where we even speak for people we don't even know. I intercede for Christians. I intercede for Jews. I intercede for people who don't know God yet. By virtue of knowing that that's his will, he'll listen, and he will respond, because that's the kind of people he's looking for to worship, to worship in spirit and in truth. The truth of your brother is more important than you are that you'll lay down your life and take it up again that you might serve. Be an intercessor. Be one who positions himself at the foot of the throne with a broken spirit and a contrite heart and says, God, there's this guy over here. He needs you. And I'm here to tell you all about him. Well, we're talking about prayer and intercession, and I still think you can go through the mechanics But there's a relationship that must be established between you and the Lord. Because what you're being as an intercessor intercessor, is a channel of the Holy Spirit. If it's you praying, not much happens. It's the Holy Spirit praying and interceding through you. And that is a relationship. And that is not only just a relationship, but it's a process of dying out to yourself and coming alive to the Holy Spirit in you. Less of you, more of him, more effectiveness, more focus, more flow of the Holy Spirit through you. So for anyone out there that has a heart to pray for people, you just start praying, however you do that. But 
expect that to change. It's going to change because as your relationship deepens in the Holy Spirit, your prayer is going to change. Your attitude is going to change. Your thinking is going to change. And you'll become more effective and more effective because the Holy Spirit will help you. How does the grace of God get to you? How does the grace of God get to me? There's somebody out there interceding for you. And they are the ones who have positioned themselves in that place of an intercessor who can draw the grace of God by virtue of their relationship. The relationship you're talking about, Ron, that you become a conduit. You become a channel. And because they're interceding for you, that puts you under grace. Not grace to overlook, but it puts you in the place of the grace to become and the grace to do. Because of the relationship they have with the Father, the Father can give them the grace, and you can, in effect, pass it on. It's like you got your hands outstretched. One hand is on the people you're praying for, and your other hand is in the palm of God's hand, and his grace flows. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for raising up intercessors. It's one of those ministries that move in the quiet of the night without recognition. It's the opposite of the Pharisees who prayed so everybody could see them. It's those people who quietly go about standing in the gap between where we are and where God wants us to be. It's a humbling experience to be an intercessor, but it also takes a humble person to be an intercessor. And I think it's one of the most, in my opinion, one of the most wonderful, exalted ministries that God's raised up in the earth. And it conveys so much of his nature. I have been an intercessor, and I continue to be an intercessor, but it has changed. It has changed as I've matured in the Lord, as I've grown up. My relationship with the Lord has changed. My relationship with the Holy Spirit has changed. It has become a thing of the will of the Lord being done. Your will be done, Father. Your will be done in this situation. But I don't let, let go of anything that the Lord's given me to lay hold of. Now, did he give it to me to lay hold of? I often ask the Lord, how am I to think about this? How do you want me to pray about this? How do you want me to go after this? And usually he'll give me an answer, but sometimes I'll just be led just to go for it, just to start praying and to bless and to intercede and just to create and lose the will of the Lord to be done in their lives. Yeah. If I don't know, then I don't say. But if I do know, then I will say before the Lord. I will pray about it specifically. But if I don't know how to specifically go after it, I'll just pray for the will of the Lord to be done in this situation. I think that's a, a great example because in intercession, what I've learned is how much I don't know. Yeah. And I've also learned not to assume or come in with my own thinking or morals. It's not an easy thing to do, but the Holy Spirit can help you learn to disengage my own emotions, my own mind, 
my own morals, my own likes and dislikes, and I engage, at least at first, I use the gift of tongues. Right. Mm-hmm. And I will pray in the Spirit by tongues because that disengages my mind on any situation. And I can focus on any person or any situation and pray with confidence because I know the Holy Spirit knows exactly what needs or what the Father wants in that situation. There are times the Holy Spirit, like Debbie was saying, will give me revelation. Then I can speak or prophesy or proclaim in English over that situation. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say that's very many times for me, and I think it becomes less the more honest you get with yourself. When you become honest and go, do I really know, and I'll just pick a situation, do I really know what God wants in the government today? Do I know? I would say for myself, I do not know. I have my likes, my opinions, like anyone else. But I honestly don't know what God wants in our government. And so I can pray with confidence over our government if I pray in tongues, because it disengages my mind, my emotions, my likes, my dislikes, and I can pray in confidence that the Holy Spirit is being very effective. Mm -hmm. If that's my purpose, that the perfect will of God be done, not my will not what I like, not who I like in government, or what I like, or what I think's right or wrong. That's, that's what I want. But I can pray very confidently in tongues, yeah. yes. because the Holy Spirit knows exactly what has to happen in government. Right. And I'm just picking that as a topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can do that with every person, yeah. every situation. You hit the nail on the head, Ron, because a, an intercessor is probably one of the most spiritual ministries that a person could function in because it is predominantly in the spirit. And you right. take your will and you can set your will as an intercessor to be functioning all day long while you're doing other things because it's yep. a function of your spirit. Yep. When you're When you tend to your spirit, like you tend to your body and your mind, this tending to your spirit is a priority because then you can take your will and you can set your will to function with knowledge of what God wants, who becomes more and more effective. Like Deb says, it's a, it's a growth ministry. I wish I had the spiritual eyes to see and thank the intercessors that are functioning in what God is doing in the earth today. Experiencing the impartation of God's Word through His family is life. Has this time in His presence blessed you? Then please subscribe to our podcast at livebehindtheveil.com. If you would like to contact the family with questions or topics that you would like discussed, you can email them to Living Epistles at LiveBehindTheVeil.com. Stay connected, tuned in, and grow with the family as the Lord unveils His Word to us live. Behind the Veil.